today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oakfield, the uh, president and CEO of uh, FPM and FPM Free Marketing and Vacuuman, who sponsored this fine program, uh, is with us once again. Uh, having a great week, Adam. I am actually, Bill. I, I never seen so many leaves fall so so much. And <laughs> you know, honestly, I think I went to bed on Wednesday, woke up, and I was in a pile of them. So I thought, you know, some someone was playing a game on me and kind of just loading it. But anyway, well, yeah, you, I can't get over. Attitudes in one change, day, right? When you're a little yeah. kid, it's like, oh, aren't these pretty? These leaves are great. When you're an adult, it's like, I got to rake this stuff. Oh. But anyway, it's beautiful, beautiful time of year. Listen, quick note. Uh, we were just talking about the Ticat game tonight in Toronto. Uh, if you're watching the game on TV, you'll notice that the Tiger Cats uh, tonight and for the rest of the season are going to be wearing number 68 decal on their helmets, of course, in honor of uh, the great Ange Mosca, who uh, passed away uh, last weekend. And, uh, and I know, Adam, you used to bump into Ange all the time at, uh, at the stadium uh, when you were doing the games with me in the in-stadium stuff. And uh, just a, an incredible human being and a great guy and, and, a, and a great guy for Hamilton Charities. Uh, which segues very nicely into, a, I think, a very big announcement, uh, something you've been involved in for the longest time, and of course, yeah. and that's the uh, the Rotary uh, Christmas lunch for the uh, the kids at Kathy Weaver School. Nothing going on last year because of the pandemic, but it's back this year. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Just to segue quickly, Angela Moscow scared me every time I met him. Bill. I mean, he, was, I, I, he was like Andre the Giant Hamilton version of me when he came into the station. Yeah. And, and and he was a, 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 the most nicest gentleman I've ever met. But anyway, yeah, on, on that note, he was always great. I remember uh, I'm, I'm six foot and I remember still having to reach my arm up to give him the microphone when he when he was making an announcement. Um, on, on the note of the, of the charity is he was always supportive. And this is, again, very supportive of the Hamilton Club, uh, the Rotary Club of Hamilton, is that we have this year a lunch, a Christmas lunch is back. Kathy Weaver, uh, this has gone on for many years, Bill, and, and I've talked about it many times. And I just wanted to reach out to listeners and just let everyone know that uh, there is going to be a lunch. It's not going to be set up the same way as we've had it past pre-COVID. Just yet, but um, what we're doing is classrooms are set up in a way that uh, Kathy Weaver actually houses a lot of uh, underprivileged inner city children that normally would not normally get a Christmas dinner or even a gift for that matter. So the Rotary Club of Hamilton is going to be ensuring every student in the school is going to be getting a, a Christmas meal. Uh, a holiday meal, we'll call it, if you will, as there will be options available and every child will get a Christmas gift. Now, uh, in that, the thing is, Hamilton's looking, we're looking for donations as I am a member of the Rotary Club of Hamilton. Um, and for $20, as low as $20, you can help feed and provide a gift for three children. $20 is less than what we pay on carbon tax on a liter of fuel. So uh, if you get the chance, go to Rotary Club Hamilton, make sure you make a donation. It's going to be happening December the 16th. And if you do want to volunteer, we are looking for volunteers to help serve the meals and give out gifts. So I, I want to put a little segue that Christmas is still happening. Holiday celebrations are still taking place as we get out of this COVID uh, challenge, Bill. All right. Now, the big question, are you going to wear the red suit again this year? Uh, well, because I can't do the announcements, I won't be able to actually be seen. And uh, and and that doesn't mean you won't can't... wear it, though. I, come on. I, well, that's Michelle my... tells me you wear, am... you, you wear it around the house. Come on. I do. Michelle always enjoys it. I always enjoy walking around wearing my red devil. I call. I call. I called it a Santa suit until until one of a Kathy Weaver students said, "Are you the devil?" And I thought, "Oh, it's it's uh, 
I, I've never been called that before, but no, uh, I'm, I'm saying the, the, the reason why is because it is a suit. I mean, it's not a Santa suit, you know, with all the, the trim and everything. It's a, it's not Armani, but I mean, it's a suit, a, you know, jacket and, and, and pants and vest and everything pants. like that. Yeah. Very sharp, very sharp uh, yeah, and, and exactly. very seasonal. So uh, anyway, yes. I'm sure you'll post some pictures of that at some point anyway. But that, that address again to make donations. Look, guys, I want to get some people to making some donations here. RotaryClubHamilton.ca. Okay, and uh, it, it's a great, great cause. And uh, Kathy Weaver, of course, is uh, the uh, the elementary school that's uh, well, just around the Wentworth and Barton area there. And it's uh, they uh, very challenged families there, and they do some great work. And Rotary, of course, is a big partner in that. All right, let's get on with the program and talk about some other stuff here. Uh, Samsung and Apple. Uh, I mean, this is like we talk about the Ticat Argo rivalry. I mean, that this is uh, <laughs> Samsung and Apple. It's pretty much down the same road, isn't it? It is. It's exactly that, Bill. In fact, you know, it kind of reminded me of the Cola Wars, you know, the Pepsi taste test and the Cola taste test yeah. back in the 80s. And uh, but now we've got the digital wars and these are they're getting intense. And one of them that specifically is that Samsung is kind of given a little bit of a backhand to Apple uh, as Apple made an announcement that you can get a polishing cloth for your Apple devices, your iPads, your iPhones all for the low, low cost of $25. Now, uh, Samsung, of course, could not, you know, I, I maybe it's because they make the polishing cloths in Korea. I don't know. But Samsung came out and said, wow, that's, that's interesting because we're going to give it for free. Any Samsung user is entitled to a polishing cloth absolutely for free. And it's still of the same quality, the same fiber. It will still ensure it doesn't scratch, but it isn't going to cost you $25. So it's a little bit of a poke at Apple at how they have really tried to capitalize and good for Apple to try and make profits. Sure. Um, but going right down to a to somebody's, uh, uh, you know, cloth, dish cloth and calling it the polishing cloth uh, with an Apple logo, I might add, Bill. Um, and, uh, and Samsung's just throwing a little more couple digs at them it has nothing to do with their smartphone features or or all of it it's just a smack in the face of apple you really try to overcharge for everything you do 25 bucks to get the apple logo on my cloth i, I don't know i don't know well some people will fall for it uh let's see we're talking about uh, about uh, charity and largesse and everything uh this cute little story here but not-for-profit uh, behind instagram that uh, actually plan promised to plant trees uh, everybody shares a photo. That sounds like a wonderful idea. What could possibly go wrong, Adam? <laughs> well, there's two sides of this, Bill. This happened earlier in the week. And the first, there's there's a part two to this. So the first stage was this not-for-profit community was set up uh, based, it's actually Toronto, but based out of Florida. Very interesting. Now it's kind of like coming out. This is the problem when you do a viral campaign and you may not be 100% legitimate, people will find answers. One of them was this Toronto operation based out of Florida said with the new features within Instagram, that if you share a photo of your pet, then a tree will be planted. Now, according to their claim is that they were only expecting maybe a thousand, maybe 5,000. They didn't really think because of, they didn't have a large follower base. They just wanted to build a little awareness. 4.1 million shares later. In fact, I believe it's even higher now. Um, that's a lot of trees. So many that it, they don't even have any uh, enough to be able to fulfill this. Now, the other little interesting caveat to this is that trees.org, an actual not-for-profit organization, which is focused on planting trees and forests, um, have come out and said, this program has nothing to do with us. 
We have no means and we are very uh, focused on planting trees. And again, this, uh, uh, I, I want to call it scam. That's not fair because it hasn't been deemed that yet. But these share your pet photos through Instagram's new tags have now generated uh, such a large viral case that uh, it is now being questioned how real they are. They were using an angle of planting a tree because they sell jewelry, Bill. This is what it really comes down to. They sell uh, jewelry for $30 and proceeds from that were going to planting a tree. Except this organization actually has a tree farm and meaning they do it for profit. And it's in Florida, which... I don't know how many palm trees are focused in, in Florida, but anyway, long and the short is be careful with social media. When it comes to items like this, if you're thinking as a small business, um, and this could have two elements of a moral here. One, uh, the first moral is, you know, you could have a very simple, uh, you know, easy cookie bakery shop and you might do a, you know, share a photo of your pet and get a pack of six cookies. Um, that thing could go crazy. In fact, there was a UK bakery that did exactly that. And they almost, I call it successful failure. They got so much attention, so many demands for their cookies. They couldn't, they couldn't deliver them. Then they just upset everybody. And then they just started getting angry about the cookie company. Then the other side of the viral story is be careful with social media because you got to be watchful of what you say. So many, and, and, and not even small companies, big companies, Snapchat in 2018 uh, uh, had a would you rather campaign. And it was, would you rather uh, uh, slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? And it went so viral, so negatively viral. Uh, Kylie Jenner actually said, does anyone use Snapchat anymore? And they lost over a billion users instantly overnight. So now that's a big company. The point of this story is it's amazing when a story does go viral, Bill. And in fact, uh, I believe recently I heard on CHML the story of uh, you know one video that's been captured in Waterloo at a restaurant. It could yeah. be the end of a business. This is the new form of where we're seeing digital media. So anyway, be, ca be cautious. Not everything you see in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter being shared is usually the real thing when it comes down to a donation. Yeah, that uh, I'm sure people have seen that. It's pretty much gone viral on too. But uh, allegedly, somebody being tossed out of a restaurant with their uh, their service dog, uh, and, and police are investigating. But uh, you're right. I mean, people don't look at that; they just see the video and say, "Okay, I'm going to share that." Uh, right. Instagram's doing something else too, though. I wanted uh, to to dump into here uh, about now you can subscribe to 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 different people, and the, is this a revenue generator for them? 100%. I mean, we're going to hear probably there's a few stories about Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp for that matter that are really struggling right now. They are actually struggling with the case of losing so many millions of followers based on the heels of Facebook and its privacy concerns. So one of them they're doing is that if you do, well, if there are larger, uh, you know, followers, like if you have over 10,000 followers on Instagram, um, you know, that 10,000 to 100,000, they're now offering you to you as in if you're posting your Instagram, Instagram uh, photos to now set up a subscription base. People can now subscribe. You don't now. I don't know how successful that's going to be, Bill, because you know it, whether it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Um, it just adds a revenue source for those doing the content for their energies to actually put up the photos or the videos they make. But it's an option now that they're trying to keep people within uh, Instagram. Their fall also to that, just to tell you how, I hate to say the word desperate, but Facebook and Instagram are desperate. They're now offering $30,000 for those that are very popular on Instagram to clone and share their TikTok videos on it. 
So they're even throwing money at people who have popularity just to keep the base. That's how many millions of users are dropping from their platform. So what's uh, your favorite search engine? Google, uh, Yahoo, Bing. Does anybody ever use Bing anymore? Uh, but there's a new one apparently now, is there? Yeah, this one is set up by two Salesforce employees, which is a, it's a software for sales tracking and monitoring your data. Um, anyway, they came out and they determined that the way that we search for things and the way it's laid out by Google, um, and all of them actually, Yahoo and Bing, as you said, they're all linear. They stack on top of each other. And sometimes you're looking at the first page Maybe you go to the second page and it has some elements of relevancy, but otherwise you're like going down the rabbit hole. You don't know what you're getting. You're all over the place. The, uh, these two uh, uh, individuals from Salesforce created a new search platform that's just launching in beta. It's just it's called you.com, Y-O-U.com. And the whole premise behind it is to be more involved with the uh, what you see. So it still has artificial intelligence. They're, they're promoting the fact that it's got privacy and security. It isn't going to track you uh, as aggressively as Google. It comes with almost little tags, little charts, and it's across the screen, not on top of each other as text items. They're going to be like little graphs that you'll be able to see. Better, Bill, is that when you see something and it may not be relevant. So say you're searching for uh, a local burger restaurant. So burger restaurants near me, and you may get a ton of different restaurants uh, or someone out in San Francisco is coming up in your search results in Hamilton. Well, you can now click not relevant. Think of it as a, a thumb up or a thumb down. The more thumb down based on those search relevance will remove it from the listings for others to see versus letting an, uh, an artificial intelligent algorithm do it. So it's, it's combining this new way of giving options for people to find better what they're looking for. Um, this will be probably very, very popular as it's gaining momentum for a lot of local businesses that could be found if they weren't being cluttered by a lot of ads or misrepresented words. Now, I mean, Google controls 98% of the search options out there. So they got some work, but I'm just letting you know, Bill, there might be a fourth option to our search engine search uh, uh, opportunities. Killer Robots is not the title of an anime movie. Uh, it's actually what's being used, uh, I guess, for weed control now. Yeah, yeah. Agricultural market robotics are phenomenal. I mean, I'm, I love robots, Bill, as you know, and, and this has actually that. got... No, no, I do, really. I know. <laughs> this is, this is one sarcasm. of those... <laughs> Not being well read, I guess. Um, so this has two phases to it. It's almost something right out of the Terminator. So they've got these new robots that are built for the farming industry, the agricultural market. And it's why it's unique is it's using two elements of robotics. The first robot is a drone. The drone flies over the field, the farmer's field, and it can actually scan each of the weeds or, or you know, whether it's uh, bluegrass or, or whatever the, the, you know, what's growing in the field. It then identifies it and then it goes to the second robot, which then goes through the field and doesn't pull it. Other robots will go through and, the, the, you know, maybe spread specifically pesticides or pull the weeds. This actually will zap it with an eighth 
thousand volt gun and permanently remove it from the field. So, I, I mean, they're referencing a, the killer robot known as, you know, Dick, if you will. Um, and this is going to go around killing a bullseye kill of proper weeds. Why is this important? Number one, it's it's also electric, by the way, obviously at 8,000 volts, it completely does not run off a combustible engine, number one. Number two, it kills the, the weeds specifically. So some weeds are actually good, Bill. They actually, I guess, uh, uh, formulate better nitrogens and otherwise in the, in the crops, but this actually will zap through each of those weeds, thus giving a cleaner crop and a better uh, deliverable. And it's all done by uh, a drone and this little robot on wheels driving through your farm field. All right. I can hardly wait, just as you described this, for them to make this for household use. Because uh, I, I know that this is used for agriculture in, in a macro way. I get that. But can you imagine? Because you know this is going to happen. At some point, they're going to say, okay, now, Bill, for your front lawn, you can get, you know, the mini killer robot. Uh, and, it's, you know, instead of instead of the weeding, instead of that, you know, getting down in your hands and knees and digging them out, you can zap these things. I, this is phenomenal. I like this idea. It is until a Russian hacker gets it and it starts well, there's that. <laughs> coming yeah. after you. So, I mean, we won't yeah. go down that rabbit hole. But, yeah. <laughs> It is pretty cool, though, from what we somebody, what's somebody available. Somebody hacks it and find out, yeah, your family's being held hostage now by the killer robot. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, bad idea. Never mind. Uh, we're out of time. There's so much more I want to talk about. We're going to have to hold off for uh, at least a week until we can do this. Uh, but uh, it's always fascinating. Uh, this is uh, Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135, brought to you by Vacuuman. Uh, just to, to one more time before we finish, uh, go to rotaryclubhamilton.ca. Uh, to make your donations for the uh, the Rotary Club luncheon for Kathy Weaver School, uh, very very worthwhile cause, and uh, twenty bucks will, will will go a long long way. If you can afford more, give more though. It's always a good idea. Uh, good luck with this, Adam. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Thanks, Bill. Have a great weekend. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on nine hundred CHML.